Hello everyone and welcome to Club Reaction uh, to Ajax 4 Rangers now. Uh, a rather disappointing night in Holland for Rangers. Uh, not the first time I've said that in the last few days, mate. Uh, Scotia, you are joining me for this tonight, mate. Uh, I, I always say how are you, but I mean... <laughs> no, um, to be honest, just right off the bat for everyone that's going to listen and watch this... Um, can get can guess how I'm feeling. Just go back and watch what we done after the match on on Saturday against Celtic there, because I think I'm going to be praying, saying pretty much the exact same things I said after that match. It's it's a copy and paste job, isn't it, mate? It really is a copy and paste job. Um, again tonight as a whole, uh, everything was wrong. Genuinely, everything just didn't work yet again. Um, it's it's a, it's pretty much a carbon copy. Of the conversations that we've had, even even last night, mate, and uh, I'm kind of kind of I'm gutted that I'm sitting here having this conversation again. Before we get into this, mate, and before we, we pull Rangers apart, which we will, um, I, I'm not taking anything away from Ajax. Look, they're a very good football team. You can see that they're a very good football team. This is obviously a step up in class in terms of getting to the Champions League. I understand all of that, but. There is problems here. Uh, there is definite problems here, and it is as clear as you like to see. Um, I am, yeah, uh, I just kind of despondent about the, the 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 way tonight has went. Um, no matter who we were playing, um, there's a number of things as Rangers fans that we always expect, and right now we are not getting it. We are not getting it at all, and that's up there with the worst I've ever seen Rangers in Europe in my lifetime. That is. For absolute sure. Scotia, the start of 11 um, was McLaughlin kept his place, maybe controversially. It depends on what way you want to look at things tonight. Uh, Tavier, Goldson, Sands, Barisic, Kamara, Lundstrom, Tillman, Kent, Wright and Trolak. I mean, if we're going to be honest, mate, it's probably the team we all expected with the only two being, is he going to stick with McLaughlin to put McGregor in or is it going to be Jack or Kamara? Yeah, I mean, when that team came out, I wasn't surprised in the slightest. It's worrying the way that the injuries and stuff have gone and not getting players up to speed at this stage in the season. And we're only on 7th of September. That, I think, even after the weekend, we were like, well, how's that team really going to change? I know we were saying, like, you know, Ryan was on saying, oh, I'd love to play McCann there. I'm like, oh, it'd be great to play King in, in defence. You kind of knew it wasn't going to change. And as well, I was just at the very end, I was you know, when that final whistle blew, just quickly look back to what our starting lineups against PSV were. And the only difference was Lawrence for right. And oof, that, that's shocking when you can, if you take that right towards the end of the game, considering how we've performed tonight. Aye, it's, uh, it's there's just so many, so many things are just the same conversations that we've had, mate, for the past two podcasts. Um, I am um I'm I am concerned. I think tonight's a, a pathetic effort all round. It really is. Um we'll break down the game a bit, mate. Um be quite easy to do so. First goal, mate, um for all the fantastic play that Ajax had, which they did. They cut us open numerous times, mate. We were standing watching the game far too many times tonight. Um cut open numerous times but of course mate of course it's a corner that we can't defend and they take the lead with a free header nobody challenging the ball 
as easy as you like. McLaughlin can't do anything about it. It's kind of bulleted into the, the corner of the net, and it, it's 1-0. And I'm going to be honest, mate, I was going to say this to the end. The players chucked it at 1-0. Um, from then on in, everything just went rapidly downhill. That you know, and it's it's a corner again that this is conceded from, and it's I mean this the, the question continuously comes up about you know zonal or man mark, and you know we could have we could sit long and have a long discussion about whether or not you know what option you prefer, whether you don't. I've always kind of tended to think that you've always played kind of a mix of zonal and man marking. Zonals, I know an awful people seem to think that this a newer thing, but it's not really because if you consider men in the post as zonal defending from a corner but um it's just becoming far too frequent and it's it wasn't a surprise when that happened there was what five six seven players of ours that could all get caught under the ball when it came in that boy alvarez breaks away sands caught in his heels again and just yeah it's shocking and it's it's becoming all too familiar we were warned just before it, mate, when they had a, a corner coming into the box. There was another free header that they should score. I think it was Timber, is it, that plays right back for them? He should have scored. I, mean, I don't know. He's a centre half, I. Is he a centre half? But yeah, I mean, he should have scored. I, I mean, <laughs> it was a free header, but we just, again, the whole learning of lessons, mate, is, is not happening. It isn't happening. Yeah. Um, Carney so- on that as well, actually. Just on that, because at this time it wasn't Sand's fault, it was Lundstrom and I think it was Tillman that was in there as well for that that chance that Timber had. Mm-hmm. So it's not just it's not just one player at these set pieces that's the concern, it's collectively a team that we seem to be a, a bit of a bomb scare at, at the moment. Yeah, um, I could drop into a lot of players, mate, and Tillman generally is one of them tonight. Uh, a lot of people give Ryan Kent stick for not looking interested. I thought he looked disinterested from the kickoff tonight. I don't think he looked like he was particularly up for it, but, I mean, that runs through the entire team um, tonight. Uh, I, I didn't see anybody really committed to it at all in any way, shape, or form. Second goal, mate, um, the ball hits off Kamara. He then walks back. Um, no one closes him down as he breaks into the, the box. It's a deflection off Sands and it's into the goal, mate. This one here, mate, is... Um, yeah, everything that's wrong. Um, at this point, I started to really feel the worst, mate, that this could be arguably double digits because every single time that Ajax came forward, they were cutting us open. We couldn't cope with it, mate. We, we literally couldn't cope with it. There's so many there's so many questions we'll probably come on to as well around is this the players, is it the coaching staff, is it collectively everything that's going wrong just now? But this goal, mate, it's just it's 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 so gutless all over. Yeah, I mean the goal itself. It's unlucky for Sands for that deflection to win because you know it yeah. wouldn't have been you know McLaughlin would have been cleaning that. But right before that, I've got it written down: out fought and out muscled. And it was that see that fifteen minute spell between their first and their second. They had really turned the screw, and like you could see, they were ripping us to pieces. Because I did think up until the they scored first, you could see something was coming, but it looked as if we were going to be able to cope with it. But that that second fifteen minutes, that fifteen to thirty minute period. Yeah, they were just like, toying with us at times, I think, was the way you would describe it. <laughs> yes, mate. Very much so, mate. Uh, they were they were doing so. I, I would say, mate, if I'm going to be honest, I say blue tinted glasses, maybe that um, before they scored, I thought, right, they are, they're getting in. I expected them to get in and I expected them to have a lot of the ball. But then to go and concede from a corner and just to see the reaction of the players after it, mate, uh, it's... 
heads are down, hands are on hips. It's empty jersey stuff, mate. It's just that they they didn't look up for it. The attitude just doesn't look correct. Everything, um, everything from the weekend has just rolled completely into tonight. There has been no reaction. There hasn't been anything. And I, again, I know who we're playing. I get what competition that we're in. It's always going to be a step up, but to not. To not even look like you're again willing to go to battle or to do it all again, there's there's just massive problems for me um, now, and it's going to be hard for any player and for any um, for any of the coaching staff, uh, Geo included, to escape any sort of criticism for this tonight because it's not acceptable in any way, shape, or form. It just isn't acceptable. Um, the third goals, <laughs> I mean, the third goal is. Um, I still, I, when I'm watching it, I'm going, right, okay, you've been beat, he's turned you, bring him down, okay, bring him down, Golchin's not coming to cover you, definitely bring him down now, he decides to lose the battle, lose the space, and the boy buries it, it's a great finish, honestly, an absolutely cracking finish, but again, decision-making, attitude, I mean, commitment as well, commitment to, to, to your job, um, again, well, Tav obviously makes a a meal of that, he gets took, taken off at half-time. Um, I'm going to presume he's going to come out and say he's carrying a knock. I'm presuming that's what he's going to say. Uh, but this one, mate, this is... That's just... Uh, to me, James Tavernier's our leader on the park, mate. If your leader on your park looks like he's chucked it, then what, what chance do you have for the rest of the team? Yeah, it's one of these ones he probably should have just taken that wee foul and taken take it away. 100%. And... It, it comes back to, obviously, I've seen a few people on Twitter mention it when I was kind of looking at that occasionally through the game that Otav's carrying a knock. And it was this this rumour that got kicked up just before the Old Firm game as well, that Tav's mm-hmm. carrying a knock. And Geo's come out and said quite undeniably that he's not. Now, Tav wasn't, I mean, they were all as bad as each other really in the first half. So <laughs> it must be a knock for me for to bring your captain off. Um, or else something else seriously other other things wrong have went um, it was poor and it's it just this wave of inevitability it was yeah and uh, <laughs> yeah, the, I mean even at 1-0 you're thinking God please get a half time don't let them score at 2-0 you're going don't let it get 3 and then it's 3 and you're going well this is just a kind of waste of our time now um, to have to sit here and watch this Um yeah, half time, mate. We make three subs. Um, King, Matondo, and Jack come on. Uh, the before spoken about James Tavernier comes off, which again presumes going to be a knock. Uh, we've not seen the pressure. This is literally just after full time. Right, he comes off as well, who was shockingly bad. I can't remember him doing anything in the first half at all. Literally nothing. Um, couldn't cope with um, the intensity of the play. Couldn't cope with the, the speed of the play. Um, just didn't get himself involved. I think he got caught offside twice. That was probably about that. And Tillman again as well for me. I don't know if it's uh, he's been young because he's, he's young, um, but he just didn't deal with the occasion. He's, he didn't deal with Saturday's occasion and he definitely didn't deal with tonight's. He just looked so disinterested. There was a point, I think it was actually for the uh, second goal. It might have been the second goal. Um, where you see a replay from behind the goal and you can even see in his face that he's not even willing to track his guy back he's not even willing to to put his body on the line and get back but again that is me singling out players but collectively as a team again tonight it's just it's not on we go to a back five mate in the second half um, a bit late <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, well, definitely when you're three nil down into course it is, Carney. Don't ask stupid questions. <laughs> but, um, no, what, um, what Kenny was when they all the subs get made, I was like, right, it's bringing Jack on for Tillman, so you're losing your attack, any attacking player there. Because mm-hmm. I thought, in on occasions, Tillman was one of the only players that whenever we went forward was holding it up, but he kept the ball too long. And I think, like you mentioned there about him being young, I think we've got to get in our heads that he is only, what, 20-year-old? He is a young player. And he, yeah. I think he got off to a really good start, a couple of, what, three, four games, really good start. And then the last, the old firm today, and even the game, was it the Ross County game, perhaps, that he, he looked as if he was falling a wee bit away from the game. I just felt, I think he'd not run out of steam as such, but I felt that anyway. But, um, yeah, it was the way we'd set up, bringing King in to play as your right-back. Um, I can't remember, was Devine on the bench or not? I don't know, mate, actually, now that you've said that. I'll double I, I can't remember off the top of my head. Because if, if Tav's carrying a knock and Devine is on the bench, then surely you bring Devine on it to give him some minutes so that he's up to speed for a wee bit better for, for the weekend. Um, yes, the vine was on the bench, mate. Yeah, and it was, and he brought Lundstrom back in. So you're playing King out of position, you're playing Lundstrom out of position, you're playing Sands out of position. Yeah, it confused me there because I mean we have been we've praised Geo for his tactics in Europe at times, but I think tonight you get it badly wrong, and yeah, the weekend as well badly wrong. Yeah. What is his tactics, mate? Uh, and uh, I'm, that I'm not even being... I'm, I'm trying not to be kind of silly about it, mate. What is his tactics? What was his tactics tonight? Because I don't know. Honestly, I don't. If we are trying to contain... If you're, if his whole idea is to frustrate them in the first half, then why not play a back fucking 10? Why not park the bus? Why not do that? Why... It, it baffles me, mate. But I'm genuinely confused... Um, we brought this up before, uh, and it's still so true to me now. I I have got no idea what the identity of this team is. No, it's so confusing right now. Right now, I mean, I think this is the first time that we've had the two back to back really bad performances and defeats because it's it's the performance that's really annoying me today from the players. It was mm-hmm. like like you say when we conceded that first goal, it was heads down. It was reminiscent of watching. Watching us last season in Europe, the first couple of games, you know, they certainly the Lyon game, where these all seemed a bit disinterested. Similar, similar time of the year as well, wasn't it? And it was also very reminiscent of when um, AZ Alkmaar went and ran crazy over um, Dundee United. That it was just chucking in the towel kind of stuff. That's what it looked like for me tonight. Generally, that's what it looked like. It looked like every t- every player chucked out from pretty much one nil. Um, and if I'm going to be really honest, I think from the first real attack that Ajax had, we you seen they kind of they opened us up. That was down at our left hand side, and it was the first time I went oh, for they can move the ball very well, and you could see that they could move the ball very well. Uh, I think from then on in, it looks like the confidence of this team has just completely disappeared. I don't think they really believe in themselves. I don't think they, if I'm being honest, from an outsider looking in, it doesn't look like they believe in what the manager's trying to get them to do. Um, it's right now that, as I say, the the alarm bells certainly weren't dimming after um, last night when we did club deck corner, mate, and tonight they're even louder, genuinely. Um, and I know, again, I get it's against the Ajax, but uh, there's there's so many things wrong here. Uh, there is just so many things wrong, and this is a 
this is a problem he's going to have to fix and very, very quickly fix it. And I don't think he can. Uh, if I'm being perfectly honest, I don't see how he does because he's far too stubborn. Um, he's far too stubborn. I know we went to a back five. Yeah, I get that. That's not going to get you anywhere domestically. Um, but the the team selection, the tactics from the start, the, the players' attitude, the the confidence levels as soon as we, we can see the goal. Um, yeah, everything about it is is a real, real problem and a real concern. Um not a non-event really, mate. Um in the second half, most of it. Ajax probably should have scored if they decided that they wanted to up the tempo a wee bit, I think, or just be a wee bit more clinical. They probably could have scored more. Uh, and then Borna scores a, an absolute screamer, mate, uh, with the right boot. Uh, or I thought it was a goal. I generally thought this was a goal. I was like, what a goal, Borna Barisic. Honestly, something to literally raise a smile about. But of course, Kent is waddling back on the VAR replay and he's about a yard or so offside. But I actually seen a tweet, it was a tweet, and I, I always give people credit, it was from CJ Novo, and he said, offside or not, um, or goal, goal, goal cut off or not, or whatever, why is Borna Barisic on his right foot our most dangerous player right now? And I was like, <laughs> why is that the case? But I mean, some goal, like, honestly, what a goal, I know it doesn't count, but some finish. Oh, it's a great goal. I did. I'd seen another few tweets about oh Borna doing that with his right foot. I'm sure. Can't remember what goal it is, but I'm sure he scored oh, a cracker with his right foot before in the last year or two. But um, I, I did scream. I did go oh Barisic when it went in. But as soon as as soon as it cut to the replay, I just went oh there's Kent offside. So I was like that straight right away. I was. I didn't go off and didn't even go into the group chat to celebrate that because I was like well it's offside. No, a, a great, a great. Um... A great finish, but yeah, of course, of course, Kent is offside. Just like we conceded from a corner tonight, of course we did. Why would we not? Uh, Kamara comes off again on 76 minutes and Davis comes on. Uh, Glenn Kamara, mate, pff, honestly, mate, I, I I, don't want to see him in a Rangers jersey anymore. I am so sick of seeing Glenn Kamara do nothing. Yeah, I mean, I've been kidding on the wavelength of, yeah, you can play him in Europe as long as he doesn't have games like he did against USG. Well, tonight he had a game like he played against USG again. It was We were overrunning that middle of the park so, so badly. And it's it's so frustrating. It's It was what some Kamara up for me the night as well was um, when he had the ball. I think, was it King maybe running on down the right-hand side? I think it was Matondo. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was Matondo. And I was screaming at him. I was like, give him the ball then. Give him the ball then. And he turns around to pass backwards and lost the ball. Like... But he pa- no, because he passed it to he passed it to Jack and it was a poor pass. And then Jack goes in Aye. poorly for his, his challenge and gets the yellow card. That, um, that, that, in a, that in a nutshell summed up. There's no cohesion at the moment, it seems. you know. And I know this two games were batting batter on about them, but we're obviously doing an immediate match reaction and this is how you feel after it. There's no cohesion. Nah, and there's no, there's nothing to feel rather positive about right now, generally. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend everything's fine because it's clearly not fine. <laughs> there's, it's just not fine. I'm laughing out of more worry than anything else. Nervous laughs, probably, because I just yeah. can't see the... I can't see how it gets fixed. I just can't see how it gets fixed, honestly. The fourth goal, mate, uh, Ryan Jack decides to have a John McLaughlin, mate, and play a fantastic through ball to um, to Bergwijn, who rounds the keeper and makes it four. Um, aye. 
<laughs> is this just a thing now that when we're a team are 3-0 up at half time, that in the second half we have to give them an assist so they can score the fourth? Yeah, I mean, this is what Kenny sums up how, what I said at the start there, that if you want a reaction, just listen back to the, to the Saturday podcast after you them because exact same thing, because Ajax did take the foot off the gas in, the, in that half because they could. The, the game was won. Um, and, yeah. And as well, I thought that McLaughlin, the way he went in there, he was very lucky that he didn't really catch Bergwin anymore because that could have been... That could have been... Um, a bit of red card, straight, I would have said. Uh, there'd been a straight red, I would have been. Um, I would have been. Uh, but I, that, I, that one, I I'd literally laughed out loud at. Uh, I was like, of course. <laughs> of course, honestly. It's a, it's an absolute disaster of a night. Um, up there, as I say, with the wor- one of the worst European, if not the worst European performance I've ever seen. Uh, I'm not sitting here pretending that I expected Ajax, uh, Rangers to go and beat Ajax, but I expected a reaction. I expected everybody to leave everything on the line tonight, and they didn't even cross the line tonight for me. Uh, not uh, not pleased at all with how tonight's been. Um and injury time, mate, Kent steals the ball, um, still kind of got a shot on target. And then the last bit of the game is him having a shot from about 40 yards, which is, again, another pathetic effort. The keeper easily saves that and the game's over, mate, and it's full time. Uh, as I mentioned before, I think the players chucked it at 1-0. But what next, mate, genuinely? Um, what can Gio come out and possibly say that this is the problem? Are we going to have a reaction? Is it this? Is it that? And now we go to Pataudry on Saturday, mate. Ah. Uh, Lessons are not being learned. No, I mean, you'd asked the question last night about whose fault was it? Was it the players? Was it the management? And I was looking for the weekend there, and I was like, more the players. The players need to take a hell of a lot of the blame again tonight. But my major, major worry right now is that it's every single thing about Rangers Football Club. Some of the news that's come out recently with things going on with the, the travel things, and it's... Everything's piling up into this crescendo, and if we do not get a result against, if we don't win up at Pataudry at the weekend, then I really, really fear for Gio because he's the one that's going to have to take it. And there's arguments that there'll be other play, other people in there that should be carry the can for it as well. But it will be Gio that that deals with it the most. It will be. Um, I. Uh... I, I, I say it's very, it's, it can be looked at as his knee jerk. Um, you see, you can see all over Rangers Twitter, people have been calling up for it since, I don't, since Hibs, really, the, probably that um, Gio was maybe not the man for the job. But uh, I, right now, I just don't see the, I don't see the progression. I don't see where the, the changes are going to come from. I don't see within the squad and the way that he's choosing to play, how he can change this, uh, how he can change the form, because I think he's stubborn. I think you can see from the 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 team selection tonight that he's stubborn uh, and the tactics for me are just baffling. I don't understand it. I don't understand what we're trying to do. I, I generally don't. I've got no idea. Um, too many empty jerseys uh, that look like they just look like they're they're not interested, uh, and I think you're right, mate. I think the the problem is everything to do with the club just now, um, from the board to the management to the players. Uh, I just think it's not a very nice place to, um, to be, um, because there's obviously all sorts of problems here. But 
yeah, this is the squad that Gio said that he was happy with. I know he's come out in the press and said people think that there's money there and there isn't. Well, it's time for the, the board to stop treating us all the absolute fools, mate, and start talking to us and start opening up communication about what's happening here because, as I say, I just don't see where it comes from. And I'm not sitting here saying Gio should be sacked because, I, if I'm being honest, I don't think they will sack him. Um, however, if we get beat on... If we get beat or drop points on, um, on Saturday... I don't see how he survives. Honestly, I can't see how he survives because it's it's going to be it's going to need to be him that takes the hat for this. Even though there are so many players that need to go, but there's yeah, on that I mean, I'm, on that corner, okay, carry on. The thing, sorry, I've been off. The reason, <laughs> no, it's okay. No, you're quite entitled to because again, unfortunately, sorry everyone for listening, and it is one of those one of those post match pods again, unfortunately. Um, but the, the worry I've got as well about that that Im- imminent sacking potentially is that we've got the international break just coming up. So you've got that wee week, week and a half period where it's the ideal time to bring someone else in. And because otherwise you're waiting until after the World Cup. So we really need to we really need to put in a performance at the weekend. And our result yeah. most importantly yeah, we need one. No, we need we have yeah. to win on Saturday. Like we have to win. There is no other way about it. We have to go up there and put in a performance and hand on my heart, mate. I do I just don't see it. I don't see it because it's going to be exactly the same team. It's going to be the same tactics. It's going to be exactly the same thing that we're seeing over and over again. That's clearly not working. It's clearly not working. We took comfort, mate, that um and we joked about uh oh, we'll probably see Rangers put in a 3 performance in Europe. That's why I think I'm so concerned tonight, mate, because that that Rangers European team that we were used to seeing, um, it's no longer there. Uh, this will be a sore one for them to take as well because they were probably expecting it all just to magically happen tonight as well when it hasn't. Um, yeah, this is a, going to be a tough one now, mate, considering the amount of money people have paid for the Champions League tickets as well. Yeah, I mean, see on that European team side of things, I think that's five... five times we've played in Europe so far and for two and a, for half of that we've seen a really really poor Rangers team in Europe the other half you know for the game against PSV and the second half against PSV over in Eindhoven and the USG game at Ibrox they were decent but it's worrying we're kind of it seems as we're sort of getting at the top of that slide and it's about to quickly all go go further forward because I am it's obviously we're just recording this after the game and the Napoli Liverpool games just started, and I'm petrified to go and watch that because mm. we've got Liverpool coming up twice, or Napoli and then Liverpool t- home and away, or away and home. I'm a wee bit petrified, if I'm being honest, right now. Yeah, yeah, uh, me too, mate. Uh, generally, me too. I'm not looking forward to it at all because I just don't see. I sound like a a parrot, but I just don't see where the where the where the change comes from and how it how it can possibly get better with the with the decisions that Gio's making right now. Um I'm not saying this should be the guy if the 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 sacking of Gio happens, but there was just Kevin Thompson was on um the the co-commentary tonight. And how many times did they say something about Rangers that you just completely agreed with? Do you know what I mean? There was like so many times where he said something where I went, yes, he understands what Rangers are about. And I don't know if it's going to be worth a risk like that, I mean, I've got no idea who the next manager of Rangers would be, but I say right now, um, I, I just, I can't see how Gio survives, mate. You know what, we've been in this situation before, 
this time in February mm. we were having the exact same conversation. And I when's the last time? Like when's the last? Oh yeah, sorry. When's the last time we had two four 0 defeats back to back? Yeah, well, that's something interesting I've seen as well that I'm sure someone had put up. I've not looked into this, so I'm taking them in face value. But I'm sure I've seen someone mention that under um, Gerard we'd never lost a game by two more than two goals, whereas that's now under Geo a three 0 and two four 0s it's um, it's not nice. I mean, four 0 defeats are now they're not nice, and particularly two back to back. That's what makes it all the worst because. You people will go back and all you've been blase about you could maybe put in a performance about Ajax, but we're basing that on what we've seen before, and we, we all felt that we could. Unfortunately, we've just well, we've no, we've just shot the bed really. Mm-hmm. I just don't. The teams, uh, the teams know there right now, um, mentally, physically, desire, hunger. Attitude, application, all of it is not there. And I know um, Gio will be the one to take the blame. Um, I agree that the, the the players are going to need to take a, a certain amount of the blame as well. Um, but right now, something's going to need to give because we can't just continue to do this over and over again because the same, same thing's going to happen over and over again. Scotia, nobody's getting a man of the match tonight. I think you'll agree on that. It'll be the fans. That's the default one when we have a disappointing competition, but they thoroughly deserve it for getting themselves to Amsterdam, especially those that were on the day trip. Absolute calamity that's happened with the club. Um, that CTM carry-on uh, is probably for another day. But yeah, for tonight, mate, again, another thankless task, mate. But unfortunately, we need to sit and do these ones because it's just the way you have to you have to do things because there's going to be our supporters out there that will want to hear our side of it. So um, thank you, mate. And I hope this is the last one of these you have to do this season. <laughs> Yeah, they're never nice to do, but like you say, we need to kind of we need to kind of do it. You can't have it all all fun and games when you're winning and sitting there. We think we need to come on and just give our opinion what it's like. It's it's not nice, it's not enjoyable, but I still love Glasgow Rangers, and I always will until the day that I die. It's why it hurts so much, mate. It's why it hurts so much. <clears throat> so yeah, if you've made it to end of this podcast, congratulations. I'm not really sure how you've managed to do that, considering the past three that we've done have not been particularly positive. But um, yeah, it's, it is what it is tonight. Um, I, I'm going to go and sit and watch what Gio has to say for himself and pass my judgment on there. But we will come back on Friday. Um, there'll be a preview pod on Friday. It might be the return of one Alistair Pearson on um, on Friday night as, as well uh, as we kind of look to head to Saturday and probably get the guys' reactions to tonight as well, Ryan and Ali's reaction to tonight as well. Um, going by the group chat. It's not very positive. Uh, so, yes, we are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Try and keep your chin up if you can and speak to you all on Friday. Cheers, everybody.